So it's the old problem. Uh, when is the right time to hire your next employee? Now, should you wait till you've got the work that you need? Uh, should you hire first and then let the work come? It's a bit of a mind bend. So tune into today's podcast and we'll get some answers on this uh, tricky question. Welcome to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where we talk about hands-on strategies that you can use in your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business to make more money, get some time back, and make your business less reliant on you. Hope you enjoy, and don't forget to follow. Hi, I'm your host, uh, Tony Fraser-Jones, here with my sidekick, uh, Phil Smith, today. Phil's the COO here at uh, Profitable Tradie. Well, he's kind of not here at Profitable Tradie today. What's going on, man? Mate, I'm uh, isolating at home. Uh, family has all come down with the Rona, so you've been coveted in the room. Yeah. So, um, are you sick? Well, are you any sicker than normal? <laughs> I'm sick in the head, mate. No, uh, no, nah, nah, yeah, a couple of symptoms here and there, but um, hey, mate, if you don't test, you don't know, right? Ooh, <laughs> them's fighting words, mate. Nah, I'm just, just kidding, just yeah. kidding. Nah. A little bit sick, but uh, but I'll I'll be right as rain by next next week. I'd say happy days. No well, drama. if you're if you're uh, you know, listening to this podcast straight away, you know what we're talking about. If you're listening in a couple of years, you'll be like, what the hell are these guys talking about? It's that thing, the Rona. Just look it up on Google. You'll find out all about it. That's the one, mate. What are we talking about today? Well, it's the old conundrum, isn't it? Uh, basically, yeah. When when is the right time to hire? Um, you know, shall I wait for me to get the work, or shall I get the person first and hope the work comes? It's the old chicken and egg, and uh, I suppose what we're going to do is crack that right open. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> and conundrum, and, uh, conundrum. That's such a conundrum. good word. Conundrum. Yeah, you like that? I do like conundrum. Conundrum. Yeah. Conundrum. Anyway, mate, uh, like Sorry. I said, let's crack this egg right open, and um, and let's figure out what comes first, the hiring or the work. Yeah, you can't make an omelet without cracking some eggs, mate. Uh, yeah. Okay. Should I leave the jokes to you? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why, don't, why don't we uh, skip the jokes, man? Yes, right. uh, let's start with a story, eh? A story? I uh, love a good story. Well, uh, got a story about a couple of couple of blokes named uh, Mark and Phil uh, from, guys. let's call them XYZ Aircon. Uh, <laughs> these are actual guys, but maybe we've just changed the name of the business to protect their identity uh, and their stupidity. But anyway, uh, they were talking with, uh, with Lyndon, who's one of our strategy coaches, and uh, this actually true story so they were actually just turning themselves inside out about whether they should hire another employee uh, and there were a bunch of questions going through the head you know how long will the payoff be how long will it take to get the money back you know what if they don't work out what if we don't have the work what if they're rubbish uh, how much is it actually going to cost us in the short term uh, you know to get this person up up to speed and they were they were trying to analyze their way through the problem uh, and they were you know they're totally stuck they're just trying to pick apart every detail and make sure that they'd made the right decision. But the thing was, they were asking how much it's going to cost. They're actually asking the wrong question. The right question, I think, when hiring, and that we want to dig into today, is actually, rather than asking how much it's going to cost, we should ask how much is it costing me not uh, to hire someone. That's the real question, because the opportunity cost of, of not taking uh, action on hiring is actually, it's enormous, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think the thing is, is if you look at the questions they're asking, a lot of them are the wrong question. I mean, you know, how long till the payoff? What if we don't have work? Uh, what if they're rubbish? You know, what will it cost us? It's like, well, hey, what will it make us? You know, what if they're great? What if we do have the work and we don't have the staff? Um, how long will the payoff be? It's like, well, mate, I mean, it's more about if you got them busy and you got someone good, then 
the payoffs immediate, right? I mean, they start earning straight away. The fact is tradesmen actually don't cost anything. They, they make you money. That's exactly, that's exactly it. So a tradesperson or a technician or someone you got out in the field, they're not a cost. They're actually, you know, they're an investment. They make money. That's right. And, yeah, and, they, and they make it pretty damn fast, to be fair, as well. Well, yeah, if you got, if you got your pricing right, which is, you know, a whole nother conundrum. Yeah. It's a whole nother conundrum. Um, how many how many times can we get conundrum in this podcast today? Oh, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see, eh? We'll get Nephi to tally it up later. That's right. Uh, Nephi's pushing the buttons today. He's all-around good dude. Anyway, um, his voice is smooth, by the way. It is. Yeah. Like a... It's, so won't go there. So it'll make a Wolverine purr. Let's that's right. That that's right. It's a late night FM DJ voice. That's it. Um, anywho, so what does it cost if we don't hire someone, mate? I think that's that's the, the big question on everyone's lips. I mean, there's definitely opportunity cost there, but like, what are we talking? Well, well, I guess a couple of things. The couple of things is uh, the first one is, look, you don't pay a tradesperson's or a tech's whole salary at once, right? You don't pay them sixty, eighty, hundred grand all at once. Like you no. pay it each week and they make money each week. So you know, it doesn't really cost you that much in the short term at all. Uh, unless no. you need to train them up, there might be a bit of mucking around for a week or two if they're a qualified person. Obviously, if they're an apprentice, it's a little different. Um, mm. We're not really talking about that. Uh, so the cost is on a weekly basis. And if you track it and you look at your financials, you should have a good feeling of, you know, is it working or not? So that's the first thing. The second mm. thing is, you know, a, a, a good tradesperson will make, yeah, roughly maybe 25000 in revenue a month. It might be a bit more depending on your setup or your, your industry or even you know, what state or country you're in. It might be a bit less, but it's, it's, it's you know, around, around that sort of mark. Yeah. Uh, so actually that's quite a lot of money when you add it up over a year. Well, if we look at that in a year, it's three hundred grand worth of extra revenue. Um, I suppose if we look at it in terms of GP, like what, 40% if we're hitting 40%? Yeah, 40% GP. 120 grand profit. That's right. That you've made on that tradesman. And people are going to say, hey, but yeah, I've still got to pay them. Wrong. You've already paid them. That's right. You know, that was the other 60%. That was, that was part of what was in there. So if we look at this here, you know, that $120,000 of extra profit, you know, that's that's what you've made on top of having paid their wage. So that's just in your back pocket. Yeah, that's the wages and the materials already paid for, right? Exactly. So there's some money to be made. That's it. That's Happy it. days. So, um, if we look at Mark and Phil... Called uh, Mark and Phil. Phil, uh, look in this case, um, you know the question they were asking was, how much is this going to cost me? Uh, and the real question they should have been asking is, um, how bad do I want another hundred and twenty thousand dollars? Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Quality of the answers and the quality of the question, mate. I can see that you're a coach. <laughs> Must have learned something. Well, you know, there's hope for us all, mate. So, um, hey, in my notes here, I've got a joke written down. Oh, do, yeah. do you want to hit it? Yeah, give it to me. Come on. Now you, now you read it. Like you've got the. Oh, let me find it. All right. Okay. The joke is what? Why did you leave your last job? Well, hey, look, my boss uh, moved the workshop and uh, forgot to tell me where the new one was. Hang on. I, I've got to press the button. Uh, which oh, one? Right. Which one are we gonna? Okay. Look, I tried to deliver you a joke, Tony. I'm sorry. It just uh, may not have been the best. Quote. Well, the thing is, we've got this new sound deck. That's what it's called, right, Nephi? Yeah, like I'm nearer to 50 than 40, so this technology is difficult. But there's all these buttons that you can push, and it's kind of fun. You've even got some laughter. Oh, that's, that's what I need, some can laughter. It'll help me out. So, oh, mate, what no, about if, um... That's enough. Sorry, let's carry on. All right. So, uh, 
look, I think one of the biggest things I find when, when people are talking about hiring is they just tend to procrastinate. Um, there's obviously some pretty big downsides there, man. So like, I mean, what are the biggest downsides you've seen? I think the first one is uh, if, you, if you're you know, slow in hiring, you just stay super busy uh, and it's difficult to to service the clients. It's actually difficult to provide good customer service. You, you, you end up having jobs and clients uh, that are waiting for a long time uh, that puts pressure on them. They maybe get frustrated. You get lots of phone calls about, you know, when are you going to be on site? When are you going to be on our job? Uh, you might even lose potential clients and you may not even realise it as well because you'll, you know, you'll, you'll almost subconsciously stop doing stuff that gets you new work. So you'll, you maybe you're too busy to price or maybe it's just too hard because you're thinking, hey, if I actually win some of this work, how am I going to do it? So you don't price it. Like yeah, exactly. there's this whole subconscious thing. We won't, uh, it sounds a bit weird and a bit kind of deep and meaningful, but we won't grow towards pain. Like no. if we if we just see ourselves being more busy, we won't do anything you know, that'll grow the business. So yeah. that's that's definitely one thing. You just stay super busy. You get overworked. Uh, you can burn your team out. Like you can you burn your existing team out and yourself out. Uh, and there is only so much that people will do. After a while, they get a bit over it if they're always you know running at hundred and ten percent. So I think that's that's massive. And the last thing is you just stunt the growth of your business. Look, you can't grow a business if you don't have a factory. And your team, your tradespeople, you shouldn't treat them like a factory. Treat them like human beings. That's that's important. But they are your factory, right? And so, that's if you it. want to grow, you have to have you have to have more people uh, to get through more work. Uh, pretty simple. Yeah, you got to grow that factory. Look, and I think another big thing, you know, as as you're saying, as you grow, you know, people do feel that fear. You know, uh, they may have even had bad experiences in the past. Um, you know, I hear it a lot. Oh, well, yeah, last time I hired, I hired an absolute lemon that was a dud and, and everything went wrong. And, and you know, these, these guys are just a bit jaded and they don't want to do it again because they just expect they'll recycle the same results. But um, the problem is you, you can't let that fear control you because, hey, you might have made mistakes in the past. Okay, so do it better next time because your alternative is stay exactly where you are right now, doing exactly what you're doing right now for the rest of your life, which uh, when you weigh it up like that, I mean, Come on, take the leap, eh? Well, that might work for some, but uh, probably not for most. And the thing is, if you're actually staying exactly where you are, you're not actually staying exactly where you are because you know if you're not growing, your business in a way is dying because there's always new competitors coming. Uh, look, at the moment, there's inflation, you know, all the supply challenges, uh, logistics, getting getting product, you know, all that sort of stuff is actually gonna you're gonna go backwards. That's it. That's it. And I mean, hey, look, if you feel outside your comfort zone with, with things like hiring, I mean, that's not a bad thing either. Ray Kroc used to say, if you're green, you're growing. Uh, so when you're learning new stuff and, and getting outside your comfort zone, it's probably because you're you're going to new places. You know, you, you, you're getting somewhere you haven't been before. That's that's why it feels uncomfortable. So embrace it, you know, get involved. And, and if you do, then there's rewards to be reaped. I mean, one of the keys to having a, a successful business that grows, it makes you money. Uh, and that gives you a lifestyle is having a great team and, and hiring is a key part of that. And I think in the, in the I mean, this is really a topic for another five podcasts, uh, how to <laughs> hire people, but this is just about when I should hire and, and we'll dig into some of that stuff and we have, you know, in previous episodes as well. Um, but um, it's massively important skill. That's it. And what if we get it right, man? I mean, well, a lot we, to be gained. Yeah, we get more work done. We get more clients yeah. happy, uh, keep the clients happy. Uh, we make more money which is you know, important, we take the pressure off ourselves uh, and, and the rest of the team as well. And ultimately, we can grow the business you know, if we do this if we do this right. Definitely. So, mate, I think 
a lot of people they do actually wait a really long time um that's kind of what we're unpacking today so yep. like what should we do like what's best practice well i mean there's no simple answer but i think there's a few things we can kick around which are, are super helpful so the first thing is uh, do you actually fully understand the costs of not hiring? You know, what it actually costs to not hire. And we've touched on this a bit, but this is important. It's very easy to see the costs of hiring because they're like right in front of you. They're like, and, and people tend to notice things that are kind of immediate as well and that they can quantify. So they know it's going to cost them, you know, 40 bucks an hour. And they go, oh, well, that's whatever it is a week, a couple of grand a week or whatever. Um, and so that's like, oh, okay, I can see that. Um, but they're, not so good at looking at what it's what's the opportunity cost, and that's what we talked about. You know, twenty five k a month. But mm. I think a good way of looking at it is thinking about a glass. So if you've got a glass that's full of water, maybe if you think of your business as a glass that's full of water, you know, you you're tapped out already. Uh, you can never catch more water than the size of the glass. So if you just pour more water, it's just going to flow over, and all that 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 effort is wasted. So that happens a lot with businesses. You know, they waste the opportunity to grow. They're too slow to getting jobs. They're too slow to price jobs. They turn down jobs. They don't return phone calls, and you know they don't even price work, which uh, is there if they were really getting organised and, and could get the team to do it. So, so that's the first thing. I think the other thing is, honestly, if you're worried about the amount of work for them, if you're busy already, you've probably got enough work for half a tradesperson already, to be honest, or maybe more. Hang on, I'm a business owner. I'm Superman. I'm supposed to be working eighty hours, aren't I? <laughs> Well, I don't know about Superman. He wore his undies on the outside. I'm not sure that's, you know, the way you want to roll. Good life choices. Well, you know, I guess today anything goes, mate. That's, you know, if you <laughs> want to roll that way, that's all good. But, no, but, uh, but, but seriously, like, I mean, if you're already overworked yourself, which a lot of people are, you know, because yep. they'll just take that on themselves. I mean, if you're busy, then you have the work. Yeah, look, if you, if you think about the maybe there's a bit of overtime being done maybe there's a bit of work, weekend work being done and maybe there's a whole lot of jobs that are just stacking up you know like you've got a long lead time so if you had more people you'd just shorten that lead time and you'd find more work would come in because you'd be open to it so you'd pick up the phone calls you'd price the extra work all of a sudden look we find this all the time right people are worried about hiring someone uh, then they hire them and within like six weeks they're like flipping heck I need to hire again yeah. who would have thought well, because they create the vacuum, right? You know, you, That's right. You make you make the situation where you have to make it work, and it works. I suppose a big thing as well is if I get another guy on the tools, and and you know they're working hard and they're getting more jobs done, that frees up time either for me if I was on the tools or for other senior members in the team if I've already managed yep. to pull out of that. And what can I do with that time? You know, am I able to train some more junior staff? Am I able to go and rustle up some more work and you know fill everybody back up again and then continue to grow the team and hire more and more people? Uh, you know, what are, what are we able to do with that time? I think there's, there's a huge opportunity um, in the time factor as well. Massive. It's like an anti-conundrum. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Well, yeah. You like that? So it's like, it's, like a, it's like a positive cycle, you know, like things, you get a bit more time and you can work on things and they get better and, and then it sort of goes up, up from there, which I think is pretty cool. That's it. Like the yeah, anti-conundrum. So anti sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you just coined a new phrase, mate. The well, there you go. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the thing is most people actually have that time, but we've got a bit of a rule, lay eh, for, I mean, for how busy you are. We call it the 80% rule, so maybe you should jump into that one. Yeah, 80% rule. So um, I reckon good rule of thumb is when you're at 80% capacity, that's the time to hire. So don't wait till you're 100%, because when you're at 100%, you're like 
you just flat out like a lizard drinking, right? You just you don't know which way's up and down because you just tapped out. And when you're tapped out, you know, trying to do everything, it's very hard to think clearly. Uh, typically, you hire out of desperation. Oh, I need a body. Take anyone. Don't do the process right. I'm sure you know some of you guys listening have done this. Like, hey, they've got a body. We'll see how they go. Which is you know is probably not the best way to hire. You got to be pretty. You got to follow a process and be pretty disciplined about it. Uh, so hire when you're at eighty percent of capacity because then you've got the time to actually do it properly. You've got the time to do a bit of training, uh, and it's not like just balls out craziness. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah and, man, if you wait to one hundred percent, I mean, you're never going to do a good job. You end up taking on a lemon. Uh, you end up going backwards. You get more jaded with the whole thing, and then you procrastinate again next time because you're like, "This sucks." <laughs> But actually, it was just that you didn't really have the time to do it properly because you waited too long. So yep. it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and, and a bit of a, a bit of a vicious circle, really. Yeah, conundrum. Anyway, um, most people don't hire because they actually fear. It's fear, isn't it? You know, it's like it's it's procrastination or fear or just just being too busy, just not getting around to it. And so you almost get in that situation where you can't help yourself because you're so busy. Oh, I'll get onto it next week. Or I'll yeah, get onto hiring when it gets a bit quieter. We'll get a bit quieter because you can't service your clients, you can't do any quotes, and the pipeline dries up. That that dries up. That's what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's the old the old cycle again, right? Like we get busy, should have hired, you get flat out doing all the work to get through it because you didn't have time to hire anyone. You get through all the work, but you haven't generated any more work because you were busy doing the work, and then you're like, "Whew! Thank God we didn't hire. We got yeah." Well, I, uh, that's exactly right. It's like it is a self fulfilling prophecy, uh, and you create your own. Again. reality so um yeah so fear is a false expectation appearing real like it's it's like it's all in your head it hasn't yeah, happened yet so we want to man up tackle it all today no. but i think the big thing is like that fear probably doesn't ever really go away right tony i mean like i mean you can logically know that it doesn't that it's not founded and that actually you shouldn't be fearing this but you probably will and so i think the big thing is uh just lean into the old saying mate feel the fear do it, do anyway. it anyway. Hundred. You, you, I mean, I don't think any of us are ever like we're doing some interviews today here, and you're always yeah. nervous about it. And we teach this stuff, so yeah. <laughs> so you do have to. You do sometimes just have to man or woman up, and yep. and do it and get good at it. Because the more you do it, the better you get at it as well. So and it can take some time. So you really want to get onto it. Like if you're thinking it's something you want to do, get into it. Because good people can take some time to find. Might take you a couple of months. Might take a little longer. Uh, yeah. So, how much opportunity cost is there? You know, gonna are you gonna pay uh, if you wait too long? Totally. So, I suppose like the big thing is if we know where we want to go, I mean, it's going to be less scary as well, right? Like, if we've got a really clear vision and, and goals, um, and that, that vision and those goals include growth, you know, and include taking on more tradesmen or tradespeople, um, it's a lot, lot less scary, right? Because I mean, doing it now, doing it in six months, I mean, I'm gonna do it. So at some point I've got to be ready. I've just got to take that plunge. But if I know I want to grow to a point where I have 10 more tradespeople, for example, then, hey, what's one now? It's like one small step. Might as well just get get into it, right? Yeah, one st- small step for mankind. That's quite, f- actually, we should use that saying. Has that been done before? I don't know, man. Might have. Might have. It rings a bell. Rings a bell? It's a bit of a conundrum whether we should use Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Rings a bell. Just like Cosimoto. That's that guy from... <laughs> The you know, guy who uh, works in the office next to mine, <laughs> <laughs> or down the hall, the office down the hall. <laughs> Got glasses and a nice beard. Wears good headphones. Definitely laughter anyway. for that one, mate. You did well. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, look, vision I think is huge. If you have a vision for your business, and if you don't, I think it's it's super important, and and for your life as well. Is like, you know, I want I want to make more profit. I want to have a great lifestyle and time to spend with my family and do the things that I like to do. Which you know, if you're in business, you should have that some vision like that. You're going to need team members to lift the load. It's part of the deal. Uh, so if you can key into your vision, it helps you kind of get past that short term fear and 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 anxiety as well. That's it. That's it. So, I mean, let's land this plane, Tony. What's the big thing that we want people to take away from this today? Well, I think the big thing is if you're wondering about the best time to hire, don't procrastinate. Follow the 80% rule. Feel the fear. Do it anyway. You know, Rather than thinking about what's the potential, you know, potential downside or the cost or the risk, ask yourself what is it going to cost you if you don't hire? You know, what's the opportunity cost? That's the, the key thing. Thanks for listening. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast, there's four ways we can help your business. Number one, grab a free copy of my book called The Profitable Trading, and it's at profitabletradybook.com forward slash podcast. Two, join my free Facebook group at profitabletrady.com forward slash group. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search Profitable Trading in the YouTube search bar. Or four, book a free 15-minute phone call to find out about our coaching programs at profitabletrady.com forward slash podcast call. Or if you can't remember any of that, just check out the session notes.